this is a really cool ramp. <laughs> and this isn't even like the height of the week. This yeah. is like quiet here. We're on the uh, we're out on the ramp of uh, the Kermit Weeks hangar, the uh, AKA the EA Flight Research Center here at Whitman Field. And we've got two P two P51 or two Mustangs over there. We got a Bizjet and a Mustang. Citation. Well, we'll come back to that. We've got a, uh, a tri motor. Oh, yes, a tri motor. Right. All right. We've got Michael Goulian's uh, air acroplane. We got a what were you saying that was Jeff? Japanese Zero. Okay. Well, it was got a Pratt radial engine. All right. We, we got another tri motor. All right. We got, and then we got the Batmobile and the Batcopter. And the Batcopter. Yeah. Um, as well as the two most important airplanes on the ramp, we've got the Debonair and we got James's Mooney over here. Right. So uh, uh, we're, we uh, the, oh, let me start by saying uh, this is UCAP Daily 331 India and yeah. at AirVenture 2013 and uh, it's uh, Monday morning the the day after the show has ended, and uh, everybody's getting ready to depart. Uh, the reason why we're on the ramp here is because James and uh, Jeb are getting ready to launch for home. And uh, Dave, you go later today, and I go tomorrow morning. And uh, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of bittersweet, you know. It's kind of nice to be going home, but another another year's air venture it's completed. Been a, it's been a really great week, I think, certainly for all four of us. Um, weather cooperated. There was a bunch of, of stuff that we could look at and, and Google or Google over. Um, and uh, we got a lot of work done, yeah. and uh, yeah. it all came out well. So it's yeah. been a really good week. What were one or two of the big stories this week for you, uh, or for anybody? Jump well, in, David. I think we've been over this. Yeah, uh, yeah but just kind of summarize it here. Now that we've all is said and done, one story that was like the big story. Well, Jetman was the recurring, you know, the ooh ah, uh, even from great distance. Uh, the Cherifugia, uh which didn't fold its wings until after it landed, which is always a good thing. Uh, the uh, formation fly of flight of electric-powered aircraft. Heads up here, they're they're towing one of the tri-motors here. I don't think it's going to get near us, but you never know. And uh, if only we could show our listeners what we're seeing right here. This is pretty cool. Uh, big story, Jeb. I don't know the big stories. Uh, I mean, the, the stuff that I found interesting. Yeah, Jetman. Um, the uh, the electric airplanes. I, I mentioned this before. You, you can buy an electric airplane kit yeah. on the show. Okay. And the two uh, electric airplanes doing some uh, some formation flying during the air show. That was that was highly interesting. One, one of the high points for me was, of course, the uh, the tie down party. But during the tie down party, we had a B-17 go right over our heads, about a 30 degree bank with the right wing pointed straight at us. That image will stick with me for a very long time. Really, really. James, uh, big things this week? Uh, Let me think. Uh, So, yes, I would say for me the compressed natural gas Husky. I know, you're very excited about that. I think we should get you back on the podcast to talk at length about that. Well, it was also, I didn't know anything about it when I got here. Uh, It really is thought-provoking. It works. And plus, then I got to fly it Mm -hmm. yesterday morning for a a pilot report for Plane and Pilot magazine. Let's get you on the full podcast sometime to talk more about that, because that could be revolutionary. That could be. A big, big deal. Um, Those are great stories, and I I agree those are very important stories. Um, I would get a little bit more philosophical and say that the big story this week might have been 
and maybe I'm overstating it, but the rebirth of EAA. I think that is the top thing here, is the reversal of the attitudes and the, and the, the, the deteriorated relations that had occurred between some of the EAA's management and the volunteers. Uh, I think is like a rebirth is a good good way to put it. Uh, Cer- certainly rejuvenation. Yeah, there, and it's remarkable that we could have come this far in one year. Uh, things were pretty unhappy last year for in a lot of camps, and uh, and that the current leadership has has healed so many things in in this short period of time is very very promising. Everybody was very very thrilled. I mean, I just talked to people all I'm sure. I know you guys did too. People that were just very happy both with the very practical aspects of this show with the food and with the facilities and also with the kind of new attitude about uh, you know get, you know returning to the roots of the organization valuing the volunteers oh, and the vendors uh, majority of the vendors that I visited with uh, in yesterday's marathon dash through the uh, commercial exhibits and in the uh, innovation hangar uh, they were the happiest I've heard them in a long time and as happy as ever. Most of them uh, were happy with their sales. A few of them say they set records. Uh, all in all, you know, if, if somebody wants to bring me a concrete example of something that was bad about this week, I'm willing to listen, but you're going to have to bring documentation. And there was a parallel story going on that I think is equally important. That was this uh, whole sequestration issue. Uh, obviously, EAA, and I think rightly so, is fighting this legally. They went ahead and paid the 450000 But the show made do without what are considered the heavy hitter star attractions of various military aircraft. People came. They enjoyed it. So next time, if they want to come back and use the world's greatest air show as a recruitment platform and a promotional platform, it starts at four hundred and fifty thousand dollar appearance fee. <laughs> no, you know, and that's almost—that's no joke. The, the the discovery that this show can be robust and healthy without all that heavy military iron. You know, and I'm not saying we don't want it back. We would love to see that stuff back. But it, it, you know, this show didn't die and wither. You know, without yeah, without all that not. that military stuff. It's a really interesting uh, bit of market research that we inadvertently well, uh, were subject to here. Most of the military presence here over the years has not been the big teams. Those have been relative rarities. Matter of fact, I don't I can't remember when but one or two instances where they were here to do their full boat routine. Uh, we've had instances where representatives of the teams came in. We've certainly had uh, uh, training flight visitations by F-16s and F-22s and, and, and B-1s over the years. Uh, but the military was never the key here, and the lack of any of the big teams here, I think, was uh, yeah. Everybody likes to get it, but it didn't mean anything here. Yeah. And there's a there's a school of thought that says that that if the crowds were down a little bit as a result of that, the the crowds that were here were of higher quality, if you will. They were serious airplane people. Um, they were really paying attention. They really were were engaged. Uh, they, they were, were they were spending money yeah, exactly. You know, so um, I. Like I said, I think it's a really interesting bit of inadvertent market research that happened here this year. And so, all in all, a really, really uh, milestone uh, air venture this year, I think. Final thoughts? Um, The show has gone on. The show will go on. Uh, It appeared threatened earlier in the year. Uh, EAA has overcome that diversity. Um, It ain't over with yet, uh, as uh, the lapel buttons uh, around the field all week um, stated. Um, it will be very interesting to see what happens over the next year. 
relative to the ATC fees issue, um, relative to the military uh, uh, presence. Uh, I, for one, could, to, could, you know, could care less about the military presence. It's too loud. It's too militaristic. Um, uh, yes, it's part of aviation, but it's it's not the uh, the part that we should be celebrating. Yeah, and they weren't without a warbird component here. I no, just, absolutely not. Yeah. And the warbird component I consider to be completely different. That's a that's a historical thing as opposed to a contemporary thing. Yeah, right. So, uh, and um, those those men and women who uh, fly and maintain and support the warbirds. Um, you know, they're, they're doing it out of love, not just for country, but for the aircraft and for that, that piece of history. And I, I felt strongly support that. It's certainly something we should be remembering. Um, but uh, as I say, the next year, uh, the next several months, and, and going into the 14 show, uh, will be extremely interesting we'll be. For, for the future of this event and, and others like it. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next? James, where are you going today? You going home? Traverse City uh, to hook up with some friends who happen to be over there, so just hopping across the lake, and after a couple of nights I will be heading back home to New York City. Any aviation uh, adventures in the cards? You going to go count, count swans again soon? I don't have any immediate plans, so uh, if anybody wants no to go... No Central and, America, no... Well, uh, you know, I was uh, supposed to go to Sao Paulo for the La Base show, but Apparently, their economy is not as yeah. robust as ours, so the team got cut back, and since I'm a freelancer, I'm not going to be making that trip okay. this year. So I'm up for other adventures okay. in August. And you brushed up on your Portuguese for nothing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, good luck, safe trip home, and uh, please join us on the podcast sometime in the next month or so. Will all right? do, and Godspeed to all. Yeah. Jeb, you're going home to Florida? Going home to Florida. Uh, should be able to make it nonstop, at least to... Uh, an airport in the vicinity with fuel, and then a, yeah. a quick hop home. Should be able to get there by sundown. A little bit of minor weather out there. Yeah, yeah I, I, my cruising altitude, the altitude I want to take coming out of here, uh, it looks to be infested with clouds this morning. So uh, uh, I did file an IFR to get out of here. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to cancel that after not too much. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then just back to work on the magazine. Any other projects? Or uh, you got, got a windsock you got to install? I got a windsock I got to install. I got uh, some other toys I bought. Um, I, I probably spent more money here this year than I have at any other Oshkosh. Which there's you know, yet another marketing demo. There's, there's another demo. There's another yardstick. But um, uh, right now, get home, uh, get to work on the magazine, get it finished up. Um, which will occur early next week, and after that I can put my feet up for a couple of days and get ready to do it all over again. David, you're going to grace the airlines with your presence, right? Oh, yeah. i got a, I got a couple of reserve seats on a couple of uh, human mailing tubes of the uh, Brazilian origin. I like those airplanes very much for uh, airline travel. Uh, it'll be about 11 o'clock before I walk in the house tonight and uh, get to hug Mama and pet the dog, and then there's no break uh morning appointments the next three days, uh, deadlines the next eight days. It's like, wow, it's just off one treadmill and onto the other, but man, I'm glad I got that treadmill to run on. So, uh, and one last thought, cannot say enough for the job that the volunteers and the EA staff have done here this year. Yeah, and for them to hang in throughout the difficult times is a, is a real testament to you know their their dedication and and all that. Um, I'm staying over one more night. I'm going to kind of kick back today and have a good old time and uh, jump in my car tomorrow morning and head back to uh, to the Lookout Point area and uh, should arrive back there on uh, Wednesday afternoon. So uh, and then uh, I'm going to do some flying this this late summer and fall. I'm looking forward to this. I'm uh, I'm signed up to uh, to get current in a uh, CTLS uh, over at Hampton Airfield in uh, Hampton, New Hampshire. So that. 
that'll be a lot of fun. Airplane. I think it's going to be. I've never flown one, but I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, so we're all going to head back to our, our respective uh, aviation worlds. And uh, Let, let's do it again sometime soon. Yeah, let's do it again. So, so, anyways, let's notify the authorities. We're leaving town. Everything is safe. We left it more or less the way we found it. And uh, all those wanted pop posters, sir, they're in the trash bin at the Superb Eight. Yeah. So this has been uh, UCAP Daily 331 India from AirVenture 2013. Thank you, James. Thank you. Jeb, thank you very much. David, thank you very much. David, something you wanted to say? Go fly, because time spent flying is not subtracted from your lifespan, and, and we're all proof of that. That's right. <laughs> Take care. We'll see you next time.